Well, welcome back to the SAP HCM Insights podcast. Um, after taking a break for a year, um, things got a little crazy, and uh, I think we all needed a break. So we took some time, and uh, we're kind of reformulating, reconstituting this, and I'm excited to get it uh, kicked off again. Uh, I always enjoy these conversations. Um, hopefully, our listeners do too. Uh, but you know, this is uh, this is what we do. This is a good thing, and um, I think we're. I feel fortunate to to be working with you guys to um, do this podcast. So uh, today is um, we have Brandon Toombs and Becky Murray and Sven Ringling, um, our core podcast team. And, you know, we're going to talk about, well, what are some things that SAP success factors customers should be looking at this year or be focused on? So that's what we're going to talk about. But but until then, I kind of wanted to check in with the team and see, well, what have you been doing this past year if you haven't been spending time on this podcast? Um, <laughs> so I thought that that would be kind of a good way to, to kick things off. So Brandon, we'll, we'll start with you. What have you been up to the last year? Uh, okay, well, I'll just, um, obviously we're all, it, it's weird because we all have such a shared experience now, don't we? As far as like, we, we've all been through, uh, you know, kind of being cooped up and, and working from home. And, you know, I, yeah. I guessing that I'm not the only one that's invested a lot on trying to get a, a setup that's, that's kind of ideal for working from home since I'm, I'm, I'm here almost all the time now. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I've been kind of doing some of that. And then um, uh, Becky roped me in on helping her and Luke Marson on an EC book that came out last uh uh, the third uh, version of the Employee Central book, and so we've been uh, I've, I've uh, worked on that. Um, a I started a, a little YouTube channel uh, with some tutorials and things like that. So those are some of the things that I've been doing uh, professionally. Wow. Then uh, you know just uh, living uh, you know living life around the house um, in it, uh, on a more uh, consistent basis has been uh, it's been fun. Um, and you know there's definitely some benefits to it. I, I do miss uh, seeing the uh, seeing. Uh, clients quite as consistently, but it's definitely worth the trade off from my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty, pretty common. Yeah. So, uh, Becky, what have you been up to the last year? Well, professionally, like Brandon said, we put out the third edition of our Success Factors Employee Central book last year. Um, so mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun. Um, also, on the professional side, my company had a slight organizational change. We merged forces with a group called Syntax based out of Montreal, Canada. Um, mm -hmm. So we're still operating under the Illumini name, but we now have a little bit larger backing behind us. Um, and then on the personal side, I actually welcomed a set of twins in December. So a little boy and a little girl uh, joined the household nice. and they've been keeping me pretty busy since then. <laughs> um, and COVID made it very possible to not have to travel while I was pregnant with them and being able to spend just a lot of time at home enjoying them. So congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Thank That's you. fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Span, what have, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah, the, the theme of uh, writing, uh, it seems to be a common thing for consultants uh, locked into their houses. So we started to um, uh, get out with an SAP press uh, eBytes on Qualtrics together with uh, Christina Pagliaca and uh, Rob Broughton. So it was an international project between Spain, the UK and Germany. That was quite fun and, and better than the big book. So it's just uh, 80 pages, so it's quite manageable. Um, mm. 
The rest of the first half of the year I spent online trying to get registered for COVID vaccination. <laughs> um, uh, successfully in the end. And um, yeah, also uh, professionally, I basically rejoined forces with a lot of former colleagues from my times at IPROCON under a new brand now. Um, so basically started uh, helping with a new company, joined my uh, former colleague, Jörg Edinger, who is leading this now, but a mm -hmm. team of uh, 17 now, 12 of them I've worked together, um, some for 20 years in the past. So that's fantastic. Um, and also I missed podcasts. And because this one wasn't uh, restarting, we actually started a German podcast on SAP HXM in, in the autumn quite a model on, on this one, really. So it's nice. You know what they say in China, imitation is, is the highest form of praise. <laughs> ah, that's a good point. So all those people who have placed my writing over the years, it's just, it's not plagiarism, it's just a tribute. So um, I have not had kids and I've not written a book, but um, I have, <laughs> I did become a grandfather. So, uh, you know, my first grandson was born back in August and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, fun to be in a, being a grandparent, you know, it's, it's, it's nice because you can play with the kids, then you can give them back and, you know, it's nice. You can spoil them. So that's been fun. Um, I started a podcast also another one focused on payroll, just not on SAP payroll, but just on payroll with, a. a payroll consultant, uh, Nina Scott, that I've worked with for a number of years. And so it's just, we, we focus on payroll and um, global payroll, US payroll, just payroll stuff, because at the core, I'm a payroll geek. It's just who I am and I love it and that's what I do. So um, so that's what we've been doing. So let's talk about, um, you know, what are some of the, the big things that customers need to keep track of this year in SAP success factors? Um, and you know what? What's our advice for them? So, Becky, I'll, I'll start with you. What What's on your list of things for people to keep an eye on? Yeah, just something for people to be aware of. And and some of you may have heard um, heard about the new homepage. Um, you may even have applied it already. It's been out in general release for a little while now. Um, but some of us uh, who maybe don't keep up with the releases as regularly as we should um, may not know about it or may not know it's coming. Um, but there is a new homepage. As I mentioned, it's been out for a little while, but um, it is coming to um, a universal push later this year. So the tentative dates right now um, for the universal push are into production for June 24th, 2022 and into preview June 3rd, 2022. Um, so those are just anticipated dates right now, but it's coming this summer. Um, so for those of you who don't keep up with updates or who maybe haven't taken a look at this homepage, you need to keep those dates in mind um, because this homepage will be automatically updated in your instances uh, within those timeframes. Mm -hmm. um, some things- so Is it just a flip of a switch? You just well, if you're relying on the universal push, that switch will be flipped for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Summer, I recommend that you do not wait for that. I recommend yeah. that you go in and take some actions on your own because um, it is not just an automatic one for one update. Um, there are some pieces that are not supported. There is some manual work that needs to be done. Um, and there's also some new functionality available. So, so just some things to keep in mind um, 
your custom tiles that you have now, those are going to push over, um, but they won't be um, set with permissions. So if you have custom tiles right now permissioned for certain groups, um, there's the potential that they're going to show up for everyone. So you need to go through and make sure that as part of this conversion effort that you're going back and re-permissioning some of your custom tiles. Um, also, some custom tiles that maybe you had turned off because they were old or you only display them for certain times of the year. Um, you may need to go in and set some of those off buttons or put in some timing functionality mm -hmm. around them. Um, and then just some of the general theming and branding um, that you have on your current homepage may not be carried through to this new reimagined homepage. So you may need to go into Theme Manager. Um, and just make some quick updates to kind of bring this new homepage into your organization's theme. Got it. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I laughed when I said you just flip a switch because never, it's never as easy as just flipping a switch. We we know that. So, yeah. What do you what do you have on your list for things for people to look at? Well, I I'm yeah venturing into a very big topic, which obviously can't discuss at length here, but um, I still want to point out the whole uh, movement that we see in the field of analytics uh, in, in its various forms. I think it's been around for, for a couple of years now, the new people analytics story reporting, but customers are starting to adopt it. And still, uh, we get very mixed feedback, especially around performance. Some customers are really happy with it. Others, are, it's far too slow. Uh, SAP promises that it's going to be better with the next release. That it's always going to be the next release, right? But fingers crossed, there's really some change. Um, but for those who, who haven't really started at all with the story reporting tool, I think you really need to look into it. There's no date set yet when UCALC and ORD and BERT templates will go away, but at some point it's going to happen. Um, so I think you, you should get into it. Uh, if you have issues with setting up the IAS, uh, um, ISP services, you should something you need to look into anyway, because it's uh, not just for people analytics going forward. Um, again, it's something we get very mixed feedback. If customer really goes in um, plain vanilla, um, it's actually a couple of hours work and it's going. If you have a complex uh, environment with uh, lots of instances and other SAP cloud solutions you also want to manage through it, then a couple of hours is easily becoming a couple of months or a year. Um, mm -hmm. So it can can become very complex. So look into that. Um, but you, you see on the roadmap, there's stuff coming up. Onboarding is, is going to uh, in, include it in the story reporting. Um, you'll have much more um, individual individualization options for end users. So there's more reason to actually uh, look forward to it. And then if you go beyond this, if you look at real analytics, if you look at planning, uh, we see that in the SAP Analytics Cloud Enterprise Edition, so outside of success factors, that's where a lot of investment is happening. So there are two templates available now mm -hmm. for workforce planning. Uh, one of them is kind of modeled against the old workforce planning module in success factors and um, it kind of does most things that this old module was supposed to do, but it's also 
where the feedback we get, it's not very easy to handle, to, to uh, adapt to uh, in custom requirements. And then there's a, a bit of a leaner template out there, which is newer, which is easier to handle. And obviously you can also start from scratch in, in Sub Analytics Cloud for planning without any template, but it's, it's definitely a gap many customers uh, need to actually do their proper uh, FTE planning, cost planning to actually start from there before they create uh, positions mm -hmm. in EC and then move into requisition. So it's kind of completing the whole end-to-end -end process. And also we look at analytics beyond story reporting. Um, a lot of customers don't look at the workforce analytics module, but again, as uh, SAC Enterprise Edition, where it's easier to combine with data from say S4HANA ERP. Um, and we are going to see uh, also better interfaces from success factors in uh, apparently on the roadmap in Q4 this year, we should have the live interface so we can get the same live data as we have in story reporting in SAC rather than having like just a, a frozen uh, a frozen export of data on, on, on a periodic uh, basis. Um, some may say that's not really proper uh, business intelligence. I don't want live data for BI, but yeah, it depends on the size of your workforce, uh, I guess. So and that's, I say, really look look into it because that's you'll be asked for by by your board because at the end of the day, you invested in these expensive systems to also be able to have your analytics and your planning. Good points. That's a lot to look forward to. Brandon, what, uh, what's on your list for people to pay attention to this year? Yeah, uh, thanks, Steve. There are definitely a lot of good things and um, I'm, I'm really uh, everything that, that's been talked about so far, I, I think could, could warrant a deep dive, um, uh, all of this. And then of course, the, yeah. Steve, I'm, I'm holding my fire on the, uh, on the topic that you're uh, wanting to talk about, because <laughs> I think uh, with regard to some of the upgrade stuff, because uh, I think that's a really important topic as well. But uh, so what I looked at, and I, I just thought I would look at from an employee central standpoint, and um, I've got a few things to just put on the radar. Um, so looking at the roadmap to talk about the things that are employee central related that uh, are coming out this year, or, uh, you know, on the on the docket, uh, that I'm really interested in from an EC perspective. Uh, one would be uh, the time integration, you know, the, the new EC time that's coming out, that, that's out and uh, will continue to evolve. One of the things is it's uh, it, on the roadmap is time integration with, with S4 HANA. And so uh, it, that would be really compelling if the timesheet uh, uh, can start really uh, integrate on a more deep level with uh, with S4, because I think that's where where the, we really start to get the, the, the quote unquote synergy is when we can start having uh, employee central true Truly, be something that that uh, has deep integration with the with the with the mothership with S4 HANA. So that's mm -hmm. one thing I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, the second thing uh, that I wanted to talk about is um, something called orchestrated data management. Um, so this is um, something that is coming out. I don't know much about it, but it's on the roadmap. It sounds like it's uh, again deeper integration between uh, Employee Central and the rest of SAP. You know, you know, some uh, uh, either ECP or uh, core H HCM SAP. Uh, transactions, just making that process of, of having, you know, because you do live a little bit in both worlds. Uh, it, it, if we're doing something to make that better, that that is definitely something that's intriguing. 
Um, the next thing uh, to put on the radar is, of course, the the kind of the darling of the uh, analysts, uh, which is SAP WorkZone, which is that is the tool that, that's really mm -hmm. meant to be the tool that that really does a lot of the um, heavy lifting of, of making HR um, in in um, the rest of SAP and the rest of uh, an employee of a company's um, ecosystem uh, work together. So, uh, you know, I'm there's a lot of investment going in that area. I know that's a, there's a lot of excitement around that. So that's definitely something to keep on the radar as well. Um, so those are the things on the roadmap. Uh, now, uh, one thing that I kind of um, missing from the roadmap or or just not it seemed like it's been de-emphasized that I'm I'm curious about I'm hoping to get more news on in the next uh over the next year is uh digital assistant because you know two or three years ago that was kind of the primary uh thing that we were mm -hmm. hearing was kind of the next generation of of uh success factors was you know the the chat bot and you know maybe those have just kind of fallen out of favor just generally uh in the, within the industry I'm, I'm not sure but that's one thing I'm, i'll be curious to hear um is you know what's the what are the plans um uh for that L last i saw there was going to be some sort of uh um, you know, uh, beta testing of some sorts, uh, some, some parts of it. So curious about that. And then lastly, and this is uh, kind of uh, something that I believe is uh, is upcoming, which I think will be a huge win for customers and for consultants alike. And that is uh, a revamp, I believe, is uh, being planned for documentation. Um, so something where we can consolidate down the documentation. I definitely could do a, a, a long deep dive on this topic, mm -hmm. uh, but I do believe that there is uh, some work underway trying to get all of the documentation into one place um, it, to where it's a lot easier and more user friendly and consolidated down so that we don't have the same things in three different places with some contradictory information. I think that's coming. I'm uh, looking. Uh, I'm looking and I'm seeing all of you kind of nodding your head like, "Wow, we're all nodding really, really, really yeah. nice." <laughs> I know it'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that those are the those are the things that I have on on my radar. Nice. Well, that that's some good stuff to look forward to. And yeah, we were all nodding our heads on documentation. That can drive you sort of mad, right? Um, but okay. So what I wanted to talk about um, towards the end of this year, quarter four, twenty twenty two, officially, um, you'll be able to migrate your on prem HCM to uh, SAP HCM for S4 HANA, I think is the technical term. So basically, you, you can migrate your on-prem HCM, whatever's left of it, to S4 HANA HCM. Now, that's a big topic, and, and I imagine we'll have another podcast or two on, on the details of this. But as I'm reading uh, notes coming out, you know, it's, it's not something that is going to be a one-for-one -one move. Not everything that you have on the on-prem system right now is going to be available in the S4 system. Things work differently, sometimes subtly, sometimes not so subtle. So I would expect that um, you know anyone who's going to migrate will have some work to do. Uh, there's work to do around business processes and technical processes. Um, if you have a lot of custom code or custom bolt-ons that you've done, there's going to be work to do in that also because the the way the code works is a little different and there's some subtle differences there so um you know it's not going to be the seamless flip a switch type of upgrade because these things never are right i mean we work with complicated customers sap success factors writes uh industrial grade software to solve problems for, for big companies and so um it's complex and so you know anyone who comes around and says well you just uh 
you know, install the new software, turn the switch on, and everything's fine. Um, I've never seen a case where that's the, um, true. So um, plan for it, right? You need to take a look at the details, and there's some SAP notes out there that have details on um, what the differences are and some of the things that you'll need to do. Um, so I think, you know, start looking at that. Uh, if you have anything left in the on-prem world, see what you want to do with that. Um, you know, there are other targets for things now, like for uh, time management. You know, we have the time tracking module from, from Success Factors, which is awesome. And um, it's developing really quickly. Um, what I saw a year ago is, uh, gosh, it's advanced so much more. I saw it just a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's, it's a great piece of software. It may or may not solve all your needs, but you know when you're looking at something like that that's changing quickly, um, you know there's the saying in sports: "Don't go to where the ball is; go to where the ball's going." And so when you look at time tracking, that's my advice for that too: look at where it's going, not where it's at now, because you know it might take you six months to decide and negotiate something for a time tracking license, and in six months, time tracking is going to have additional stuff. Or you might say, you know, within a year, we think we'll be ready to start taking a look at it. Well, and then again, you're going to have to say, well, then it's going to be negotiation and getting a project started. So that puts us a year and a half or two years out, whatever your time frame is. So don't judge it based on where it is now. Judge it where it's going. And of course, you know, SAP will say, and they're correct, you know, roadmaps are not a guarantee of functionality but it gives you an overall idea of where it's going. Um, and if that's not gonna solve your time management needs, then you gotta look somewhere else, right? Um, you know, if you're not gonna to upgrade to the SAP HCM for S4HANA and use time management there, you'll wanna use some other vendor and you wanna make sure that um, you have time to do that. So, um, you know, the ERP license, I mean, the ERP maintenance goes through end of 2027, which is five years, right? Sounds like a lot of time. But it's not. It depends on how much you have in your current on-prem system. Um, I like to tell people, think about how long it took you to roll out your on-prem system to where it is now. And it's probably gonna take you that much time to roll out of it. Um, these things don't happen overnight. Um, it actually gets more complicated as time goes by. So start thinking about that now if you haven't. Um, don't let it keep you up at night, but make it a, a conscious sort of, uh, thread of activity this year to figure out what you want to do with that. So, you know, one of the things to think about with your on-prem software is a lot of people have uh, SAP payroll on-prem and they've rolled it out for one or more countries. You know, I've got some customers with one, I have some with 20. And so it's a big deal, right? And so SAP has sort of teased a new cloud payroll option. Um, you know, in some presentations last year, they said, hey, we're working on it. It's coming, but we don't know when. Um, so when I'm, when I'm, when I'm asked about it from customers, I say, you know, it's, it's going to happen, but until it's on a roadmap, it's not an option. And once it gets on a roadmap, then you can start considering that as an option. Um, so to me at this point, I would say cloud payroll is not an option from SAP. Um, it will be at some point. So if your horizon is long, maybe it's something you wait for, but if your horizon is shorter, um, yeah, I wouldn't count on it because it's not on the roadmap. And, you know, we've known about this product for a couple of years now. Um, 
and even so, you know, once it does get released, um, you know, it's if you have five countries on payroll, which when are those five countries going to be available on cloud payroll? Um, you, you don't just and SAP didn't do this initially with the current payroll. You don't just uh, roll out a new payroll product and say it's available in 30 countries or 20 countries or even 10. It's going to be available in one or two, and then it's going to be rolled out after that. And you know, I was lucky enough to be involved in the localization for US payroll. And from the time that was started until the time that it was basically a production ready system, probably four or five years. Keep that in mind as you know as, as you're looking at your roadmap this year um, in the upgrade to uh, HCM for Esper Hana. All right, well, team, this has been great. Uh, it's great getting back together and seeing everyone. Um, we don't post the video on our podcast. We just post the audio, which is fortunate because we all have, except for Becky, the three of us uh, guys, we just have faces for uh, radio, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back in two weeks with another topic. Um, I would expect sort of a two-week cadence for us. Um, and if anyone has, um, any listeners have, Suggestions for topics, please um, let us know. We'll post this on LinkedIn and, and Twitter and various other places. So look forward to your feedback and any ideas and disagreements. That's fine too. Let's let's have a discussion. Um, you know, there isn't any perfect consultant or anyone who's always been right. I made a mistake once about 10 years ago. So it just goes to show that, <laughs> you know, um, the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>